Hey, this is Romy. And this is Aaron. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we talk all about relationships. Ladies, how guys can break your bed, not your heart. How to attract that partner of your dreams. And heal from the wounds that past relationships have left us with. It's going to be hot. And funny. With real stories to help you get your questions answered. Let's go for a ride. <laughs> Everybody, oh it is episode 36. <laughs> Romy's laughing already because it's going to be a fun one. I know. What are we going to talk about? It's going to be about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about. Nope. Somebody not else you and, and me. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh. We're very excited about this. It's so taboo. I think I may be blushing. Oh, you're doing right? Good. Yeah, it's just the sun. No, I assure you it's not. <laughs> I have actually been blushing this whole week, and I will tell you why. I Blood will do pressure. that right now. I'm about to check myself. Are you ready? Okay. I am 41, and mm. never in my life have I really blushed. Oh, wow. I make people blush, mm-hmm. but I don't get nervous and weird. Yeah. I sing the national anthem. I get nervous, but I don't blush. Right. This is a different situation, Aaron. we got to talk about this. Okay, let's do okay. it. I met this dude, not for the first time. Mm. We'll just call him Golden. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I call it the Golden Glow because <laughs> nobody can make me blush like he does. <laughs> That's funny. And the reason is because he's so straightforward with me like, you are beautiful. That's awesome. And I go, oh, thank you. Mm. I literally am like, <laughs> right? And I'm like, get your shit together, man. He just said you were pretty. Yeah. But the way he looks right through my soul and says it, like yeah. he actually fucking means it. I'm like, and then he's like, your face just turned bright red. And I was like, no, it didn't. Like, that's weird. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I met him at the bar. Yeah. And I've seen him for a long time there. Right. And we are doing nothing but talking mm. right now. And we have great conversation. I have no idea. There's no titles. I have no idea what's going to happen. But yeah, when he gives me compliments, I'm like. And I thought the golden glow, isn't it? Oh. Right? I was going to say the golden rebound, but. <laughs> I was thinking, the, what is that? Gold shower? What is this? The golden shower? Golden shower? He's peeing on you now? Yeah. Oh, my right? gosh. <laughs> no, no, that's what I was thinking when I said the golden that. glow. I was like, be cool. But no, <laughs> I seriously, I seriously blush with him now. So anyway, cool. we're going to talk about some sex stuff. This week. Right? Yeah. Okay. Aaron's looking at me. I don't want to throw his information in the street. No. I'll do it. (laughs) Okay. Dudes, stop right now. Just stop right now. With like, my penis is big. Like, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to throw this out at you. Mm. Some of the smaller penises that I've had Mm. feel the best. And I have asked several other girlfriends this. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, yeah. Like, A, if you have chemistry with somebody, like, you can freaking orgasm without a big thrusting arm shoved in your vagina. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is a real thing. Okay. And <laughs> Before we get all funny, I, I could talk anatomy really fast and help some dudes okay. out too. Oh, okay. Good. For sure. <laughs> you want me to go for it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Do it. All right. So, guys, we're – to the wise, all right? If you are going to have sex with a woman, you need to have an intention that you're actually making love, obviously. It's not about just... Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. And she will feel that. So if you are not present with her, and it's a dance, you're not on the dance floor, but in her pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> to dance in her pants? Yeah, and so you need to be able to read her reactions. There's a reason why women make more sounds than dudes usually during sex. And it's not just simply to turn you on more as a dude. It's to help guide you. And you need to pay attention there, right? Oh, interesting. And so one of the things that is super helpful for the guys that are out there is – and this is the difference between one of the differences, in my opinion, between making love and having sex. And that is that you are giving of yourself as a woman. And as a guy, you are giving of yourself as well. But you're in a position where you're leading on that dance floor. And so you are you're initiating. But you only know if she feels safe, if you are paying attention to her. And safety and feeling comfortable with you, women will say yes and they don't mean it. Women will allow things and then in the middle of it, they will get scared. And yeah. so you need to, you need to be able, you don't have to like, you don't have to continually say, are you okay? That can ruin the vibe. Right. But it's important to step number one, in my opinion, is to really make sure that you're putting out an energy of care and safety and masculinity and that doesn't mean that you're swaying your dick around that means that you're <laughs> actually showing up and looking into your eyes and knowing that there's yes there's certain body parts that turn you on but there's certain things that actually turn her on a lot too that she probably doesn't get that attention in those areas and that can set you apart as a guy right and that's important so understand those things Here's another thing that I will share Okay. in terms of sex for guys. Okay. You talked about, we talked about this before when we talked about penis size. Sure. But like. We did a whole episode on it. You guys did, should listen to it. But here's, here's me getting real and raw and you can correct me as a woman here. This is just me in my own research and experience and things like that. And I'm not a male whore, so I don't have all the experience in the world. Right. But so. Okay. So think of anatomy, right? So you have, <laughs> this is going to sound so scientific. So you've got like the labia majora, the labia minora, and then. <laughs> He's it, doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then right inside of the vagina, there's an upper wall. So if, if you turn your, if you turn a male's hand or a woman's hand, if you have your palm up and you were to put a finger inside and you bring your finger towards you, you should feel some ridges. And those ridges are usually like, I don't know, two inches in length, if that makes any sense. You're looking at me like, what are you? No, I was thinking I was going to put my finger in there later <laughs> and try to feel some ridges for her pleasure. But I have nails. Ruffles have ridges. <laughs> Ruffles have ridges. Right? Yeah. I have fingernails. Yeah. Yeah. So no thank you. But No, this is actually interesting. No, it, it is. It's super helpful too. Okay. So most of the pleasure for a woman besides the clitoris and we can talk about that too, but like besides the clitoris is usually the friction that comes on those ridges. No so a majority intended. of the feeling inside of a woman is happening in the first couple inches. And that's another reason why dick size doesn't necessarily matter as much. And if you have a micro penis, that might be a little difficult, but I'm just saying on average, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Here's the other thing too. Women are completely different. And so one of the things that's helpful is, especially as a dude, um, I mean, you, you got to pay attention to all the things. Like, 
her natural scent, if it's coming off and it's like fried chicken that's been out for 10 days in the sun, <laughs> like don't go down, right? And you probably don't want to put anything inside of her either, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what I am saying is, is that... I got something for you. Yeah. Okay. What are go, the ridges called? What? Do you know? I don't. I forget. What I didn't the, know. What? I didn't know I had them in there. Yeah. Now I'm going to be like, check out yes. those ridges down there. Yes. Gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> right. here's, here's the thing, too, that most people don't understand. Not most. I think a lot of people don't understand. Is beyond the ridges, <laughs> <laughs> there is a spot, and it's usually, and it's, it's hard. It's kind of like, a, it's like a, a tiny little button sometimes. Um, how do I describe this? And, and, and everything's like so different because what happens is, I'm getting so scientific no, it's here. it's green light, I think is what you want to call it. What? A green light. <laughs> it's a green light. It's called the G-spot. Thank you, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> it's the G-spot. Yes, G-green. That's G for green. Yep. So, <laughs> but what happens is, is that a lot of time when a woman is turned on, obviously there's going to be fluid. There's going to be whatever you want to call it. That's in there. Yeah. It fills up. So it's harder to actually feel sometimes it depends on the woman. But what I'm trying to say is, is that so much, so much about a woman and her pleasure and her valuing you as a dude can happen way before you put anything inside of her besides maybe your finger, but I'm just saying that like, that is something that's really, really important. So when we talk about sex, like a lot of it is the prelude. A lot of it is that dance. Right. And it's not just about you taking over and then just having your way with the woman. That's great. But she has to feel that you actually care. Yeah. And don't be like every other dude. Think about the things that are going to maybe turn her on that she doesn't get attention to. Ask her what she likes. Pay attention to her sounds. Those are the types of things that I think of for a lot of guys that I hear stories from women and they're just like, he's okay. And I'm just like, well, he's been talking it up. Yeah. Like, All right. Okay. So anyway. I So I bought the other day Yeah. Um, a man's cologne. Oh, yeah. Because they say that if you wear a man's cologne, it attracts men. Oh. Right? So my ex used to wear this shit, and now that the pain isn't associated with it, yeah. I went and bought Fahrenheit cologne. I went to go see the sample for that, and I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't find the sample. You don't need one. Just buy the biggest Just fucking bottle biggest we got <laughs> and get laid every day. <laughs> right? I, I, it's so good. Mm. Why is it so good? I have no idea. Like This scent just makes me wild. Interesting. And so I bought it for myself, which is even more interesting. But, <laughs> <laughs> right? Self-love. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of thought like, well, I like it, so why can't I smell it all the time? Yeah. But it literally is like pheromones in there, mm. some weird scientific mm -hmm. shit, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. But they say, so I've been trying this out. Yeah. Now, I've had enough guys recently <laughs> that I'm like, we're something else. <laughs> Let's take a time out. <laughs> Not sexually, but just like. There's enough coming at you. Just dear God. Can I but interject really fast? Please. So tip, a quick tip here, and this is like a little bit overboard, but if you go to Ulta, it's something I noticed because I was shopping for someone yeah. recently, is that they actually tell you some of the ingredients that go in the yes. colognes. And so you can kind of get a feel as to what would be better for you or like Florally, her skin type or musky, whatever. Right. But it has yeah. like vanilla. Like, yep. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. No, that cologne, gentlemen, damn. Mm. Okay? 
Not that every dude has to walk around wearing the same cologne, but still. Yeah. You are not wrong on what you're saying. I don't know about these ridges things. I'm going to figure that out with somebody <laughs> Ruffles next, ridges. okay? I'm going to figure yeah. that out. We're going to have a party. But yeah. um, I think to myself, like, what does it for Romy? Mm. And it is complete, again, last episode we talked about right and wrong, mm-hmm. right? Huh. What does it for me is a guy that can create a picture and I'm not even that visual, but I have been more lately. Mm-hmm. Create a visual of something that's just like Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. And I've never even seen that damn movie. <laughs> right? But yes, I am the ultimate chick that's like, hear me roar. Right? Like masculinity. Yeah. And it doesn't mean what I used to think it means. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. I think when we started being friends, Aaron... You remember, I was like, you know what's fucking hot? Mm-hmm. You know the stop sign dude at the construction sites? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you thought there was more to the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, because funny. he provided this element of like dirty construction, yeah. right? Yeah. Not YMCA, mm-hmm. but like a whole <laughs> visual, right? And so I'm just like, you know him? Good. That's all. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so if a guy can create, like, what he's going to do to me, and I'm not even there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we haven't even kissed or touched or anything, okay? Right, right. That's it. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. He does not even have to touch me. Right. And it's game over. So to prove your point, yeah. as a woman, uh-huh. you're talking, like, it doesn't even have to, your penis doesn't even have to have entry. No, no. Right? And yeah. I've experienced this. Yes. I can be so fucking aroused with no actual penetration. Sure. Right? Yeah. If it's actually done right. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing, and I would I would actually encourage, and <laughs> I used to be shy about this. I really did. Yeah. I, I wish I did more of these things when I was married. Yeah. We may or may not still be together, but I wish I did right. understand that. But yeah. I don't think when I was married that the sexting stuff and the sending pictures, or I was way behind the times, <laughs> was popular. Yeah. Again, yeah. I was probably way behind the times. I still had a flip phone, okay? <laughs> but I, I think sometimes like doing those things because I've noticed as I date people, mm-hmm. even the tiniest little things. Um, okay, I'll say it. I drop juice off somewhere, right? All the time. And this guy in there, he's like super buff. And I swear to God, he's like 20. And so he's legal, so don't creep me out. But <laughs> he says, hey, girly, what's up? And he's like super hot and buff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's up? Him saying, hey, girly. I'm like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Explain. I I don't know. I don't know. Isn't that weird? I can, I can give it's some ideas. It's an endearing thing, I think. Like, yeah, for you. But it's like sexy cool. Yeah. Hey, girly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what that was doing there. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to him much and like leave it alone, but right. Little tiny things. So gentlemen for women, me, Mm -hmm. right. It, it doesn't take much, (laughs) but (laughs) right. Some well-placed words. Is that fair? Yeah. I told a dude the other day that I've been talking to. I said, your grammar could not arouse me more. Yeah. There's cause it's proper. Yeah. If I read commas, just stimulate. I'm not even playing with you. <laughs> I'm a spelling bee champion. 
I was editing a newspaper in Oregon. Yeah. When a dude actually like is proper grammar, I'm guess what? I go, he's intelligent. And if he's intelligent, guess what? Right? Like all of these things, my mind is stimulated. I think it goes a little bit deeper than that, too. Maybe I'm so sexually frustrated, Aaron. Turn me on. Send me a fucking exclamation point and we're gold. Okay. (laughs) I I honestly think because with women's minds, it is a story that's being created. And it's not so much visual. And a lot of times it is with words. Yeah. So in my opinion, like when you say use of words, that's another reason why it's so important. Because you are feeding the narrative that is running through her brain. You might have pictures in yours, but she's got words that have meaning behind them. And so when you can properly use those words, all of a sudden you're creating a story that has a beautiful outcome with you in it. And so I, that's my it's true. Yeah. The guy that I'm talking to, he literally describes this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Have you, you've all seen Fast and Furious. I know this. Yeah. Every other chick wanted to be that girl with Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. In the summer of 02. <laughs> Original OG Fast and Furious picking her up by her ass in the shop. Mm-hmm. Greasy, yeah. dirty Vin Diesel. Done. Mm-hmm. We're all thinking it. <laughs> okay? And so something about that was just like, whoa. He just picked her up and like, huh. Yeah. It took you to a whole new story. Yep. Right? And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually <laughs> set out to find someone that looked like him. I think I attracted it now. I d- maybe didn't know I had the skills then, but yeah. my ex-husband was shaved head, muscles, yeah. tattoos, Vin Diesel, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's who I met like the next day after I watched that movie. Anyway, um, so the guy I'm talking to, he literally like, <laughs> created this whole visual in my mind and didn't even have to say much yeah. of what he would do if we get to that point. Yeah, And your- I thought, dear Lord... <laughs> Right. Well, and that's and that's hard. I've never seen the movie, but I would oh, think gosh. I would like to be Fifty Shade of Graded. How would you say that? Grayed, Gray- <laughs> degraded. <I> would grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be Fifty Shades of Grade. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure every woman would. Well, here's the hard part, and I'm just speaking as a guy, but I feel like I can represent the general population here. Like the hard Guys- part, like literally. What? Or no? Because <laughs> I don't feel anything hard. No. During the sex the difficult, conversation. The difficult part for men <laughs> is knowing when to start and when to stop. What? This is pre-intercourse. This is having those conversations. So you are a straightforward person, Romy. And to your point, like for some, like for dudes, like if they approach you, even if they said all the right things, if you were not feeling it if it started from a weird place or whatever it's like ew yeah i don't like that the other part here is, is just that how i talk a lot of no that's <laughs> not how kidding. you do but then there's there's so many times where guys try to lead with that and for some women that they're like i haven't had sex in a long time i am just dying for the, yeah that that would be great yeah but i think in a lot of instances there's this warm-up phase and that's also part of the dance that's leading them out to the dance floor. You have to first extend your hand. And that doesn't mean that like, I'm going to show you a dick pic. That means that I'm going to start with talking about things that you care about. That's where sex starts. And so if I know what you really care about and I have some understanding of that, then all of a sudden we have something to build on. And there, 
this, this is where the subtlety comes in terms of sex. And I know we're talking about a lot of the pre stuff, but like, that's how you get there. And it's, it's understanding the cadence, right? And we yeah. talk about matching energy. Like if she's, if she's taking a couple of days to get back with you because of all these other guys or whatever, like you got to know that like, it's not happening Yeah, and it's probably going to take a long time. So the closer you can get to in-person communication, you're yeah. staring at me like you're thinking so hard right now. No, I'm listening. But you, the closer you can get to in-person communication, the quicker, the better. Yeah. But then once you're behind closed doors, it's the same principle. Yeah. When we talk about the dance, it's like if you, if you want to, um, how do I say it? I don't know how graphic to get here. It's like, <laughs> but I mean, here's an example, right? So let's say that you're making out together. Right. And clothes are, you're wanting clothes to come off as an example. So rather than just like, I'm going to freaking rip the shirt off of you and take off this and whatever. Yeah. Rather, you know, why don't you test the waters by putting your hand back there underneath her shirt and just hold it there for a minute. Let her see how she feels about it. Because you're still making out and like she needs to feel comfortable. Right. And then at that point, based on how she's responding to your body language, because you'll know if all of a sudden you put your hand back there and you're making out and all of a sudden she stops kissing you. Okay. I got to put my hand back out. I'm right. not going underneath any clothing here because I want her to feel good. I always take my own shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point. Some dude right. could like lay out an entire sex scene with you and you're like, great. Other women <laughs> are like, oh my gosh, what a dick. I'm never going to talk to him again. No, that's, it's true. But that's my point. So you've got to gauge the woman based on her response, but you have to give that time. And that's what I'm saying. So you're not wrong because the only reason that I feel safe talking to this new dude about any of this stuff. And let me preface, we do not talk about it a lot yeah. because we actually want to try to see if the foundation <coughs> can be there mm. before any bedroom shit. Yeah. We both do. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do? You keep yourself in safe situations. You don't do stupid shit. Right. And get shit faced together and go spend the night together. Like, we're not going to touch each other. We're just going to cuddle. No, we actually seriously want to see, like, what's going to happen. Yeah. Because we communicate amazing. Right. So we want to see what – we have no idea. Yeah. We could not talk next week. And mm-hmm. we both know that mm-hmm. because of past experiences. Yeah. Or we could, like, go forever. Right. You know? So it is honestly very important for the first time probably, Aaron, in my fucking life for me to be, like, foundationally. Yeah. It matters. Yes. Do you know? Without bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we get there, I'm hoping that we have chemistry. Because then again, you don't know. You could talk to somebody for months and months and months and build this build up, build up, build up. And then it's like, oh, God, they weren't a good kisser or they're terrible in bed. Mm-hmm. Right? And all this talk. Yeah. And so then you're just like in the friend zone. Yeah. Right? So you never know. You're taking chances all the time. Yeah. Right? And this. This goes back to the prior episode that we were just talking about. Yeah. But like right decision, wrong decision and that and that type of a situation. So here's an example, a sexual example, personal example. Yeah. So there's a girl that I went out with um, on a first date and we, we kissed at the end of the first date. Oh, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. So anyway, so we kissed and honestly, like looking at her lips, they're just divine. Like she's a goddess. But when we started kissing, the interesting thing, and I, and I try to be very intentional, try to be present, right? Yeah. And I see it as a dance. 
and I and I tried to kiss and I'm like this is awkward like it's not really working like she has great lips but it's just it's weird hmm. so like you know this is getting very much TMI but like I usually start with like she has control um that's not true I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up. That's not what I meant, guys. What I meant to say is is that, like, I, I usually start where um, I'll lean in for a kiss, and I'll try to take the top lip and kiss. Um, she wanted to do, in this case, she wanted to do the top, like, she wanted to kiss the top of mine, <laughs> essentially. And I wasn't used to that, and that's okay. Like, I can roll with it. Yeah. But, like, after that first date, it made out, and I was just like, that was that was kind of average. I was like, mm, I don't know, but I had a great time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it's such a bummer though. Kissing is so huge to me. Yeah. That's something you're going to do forever. Regardless I, when your penis stops working, everything I know. you're 85 years old, you're going to kiss goodnight. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And so this was a while ago, yeah. right? So I can, I can speak about it and no one's gonna have hurt feelings, but then, and I shouldn't because of this part. So I did go on a second date with this individual. Because I, I was like, you know, you talk about before, like I said, you know, just right decisions, wrong decisions. In the present moment, I was like, I don't feel horrible. I don't feel bad. So I'm going to give it another chance. Yeah. And so we had a great second date and I did kiss her. But this time around, what was interesting was because we had had that initial interaction, it started to actually work together. Like I started to be able to flow with her dance. I wasn't stepping on her toes on the dance floor, essentially. Okay. Right. Like it was it was like, OK, I'm just not used to this, but I can roll with this. And then all of a sudden she was reading me. And so it just took a little time. And then all of a sudden we're kissing like pros. And I'm like, that's no longer a red flag. So uh, all I'm saying, so you there, alleviated a flag by giving another chance. That's kind of something in our past episode that yeah. would be a great point for that. Well, too bad we already recorded it, but Fair. that's OK. But, but just the right or wrong episode, yeah. guys, if you listen to it, it's like what you said yeah. right there is you know what's the right decision how do you know it's the right decision yeah and I, I say always just kind of give something a second chance uh within boundary right like just but maybe if you're not sure do round two i think just give it a second oh give it a second and then see how you feel really right and then like yeah that. round two come on up let's try it out if yeah. you're not feeling like it's well i think after that you can make a yeah. affirmative right yeah usually like if i have bad sex i might just months. be like you know let's try it four more times just to make sure <laughs> <laughs> right yeah oh it's bad shoot yeah <laughs> no i'm kidding so and and we're i we're just much 40 year olds running around <laughs> we're horny <laughs> i don't know what to say we're trying to like do right aren't we we're trying to do right and yeah. we're trying to find our person and we're trying to be respectful of everybody honestly yeah. me and you are like that yeah. we'll speak for ourselves Right. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to do all of these things. And yeah, the, you know, the hard part here is that like when I share this, I'm going to share this for, okay. Women listen with great understanding. If this makes any sense, Romy. And I don't know if it was this podcast, or the prior podcast, but you were talking about how if a dude has to say that he's masculine, he's not very masculine. Yeah. So Annoying. I'm, I'm talking like a dude to a dude right now. Okay. So Le me. let me just say that <laughs> no. I have every time. Every, well, yeah. Well, that's not true. There's maybe like one or two times where they didn't say anything. But other than that, I've been told that I'm either the very best kisser they've ever had 
or they've had the very best experience in bed that they've ever had. And I'm not a male whore. I'm very selective, but I'm just saying that when I'm telling you these things, guys, they're not coming from some douchebag that doesn't know what he's talking about. I've done actual research. I've read the books and I've had the experience and affirmations from women to be able to tell me I'm not up in the night. Yeah. So this is, that's me talking to dude as a dude. So yeah, I'll hear tell me a dude, roar, try whatever, the ridgy but thing. what? I'll tell a dude, try the ridgy thing. <laughs> try see the what they do. <laughs> if they stare at me, like I don't, you know, yeah. well, you should listen to our podcast. Yeah. Since you didn't, now you're not getting laid. Yeah. So I mean, do you mind if I talk one more thing on that? <laughs> I don't. For in terms of sexual things, so oh. like, guys, here's the other thing that that you might check out, right? When you're when you're going down on a woman, and we talked a little bit about this. Sometimes overstimulation is too much, and you need to know that. A lot of times, when you feel like the masculine energy coming on, you want to be more intense. And you want to like really overpower. And a lot of times, a lot of times it's about the tease. And it's about the variation. If she doesn't know what's coming next, but all of it's pleasure, you can have her addicted. And that's important to know. The other thing is, is that like when you, when you are down there, like number one spot, especially initially is the clit, but you don't just jump right to it and like, don't freaking be just a carpet muncher. Like you need to actually work. You just said carpet muncher. <laughs> yeah. Most, most women like nowadays what? probably don't have any carpet down there, but <laughs> just I saying. do want to stop you. Yeah. Why do you guys gen generally yeah. uh, suck so bad at that? Uh, Cause they're focused on themselves. Explain. So when this we talked about everyone. like, I mean, that that's another reason why women are vocal, more vocal, right? Especially in bed. But like I say, I can lick a peach for hours. I'm so good at it. Oh, my God. Right? That's the number one mistake. If you've ever watched Seinfeld, there's an episode on that. And the guy's like, what is he? What? I can't even remember the character's name. But he's like, oh, in 20 minutes, I can get you to come or whatever. And she's like, okay, go ahead and try. And, like, nothing happened, even his special trick. Yeah. When you tell a woman what she's going to do, you've already lost the game. You've already lost. You never tell a woman how she's going to feel. You come in as a servant to the woman and you show up as you know what you're doing and you are listening and adapting to every sound, touch, everything that's going on. It is not about you. When you experience that, dudes, you will have more pleasure than you've ever had because that is lovemaking. I was going to say that's actually making love. It is. Making dinner, right? We've got yeah. steps. Yeah. And you're actually paying attention to what you're doing. Exactly. Not just in and out. So it's not just the sounds. You don't wait for a siren to go off all the time. But how is she moving? Like, is she moving towards you, away from you? Is she arching her back? What's going on? You need to be able to pay attention to those things to know what to do. So when I talk about overstimulation, yeah. like, yeah, a focus is the clit. But, like, there's – some people like to have things inside as well as right. on the clit, right? And it's and it's important to know and to even test things. This Be- is why one night stands are okay, but actually being in a relationship, yeah, um, yeah, I was gonna say anonymously. <laughs> What's the word? Uh, I don't know. When you're only you two, 
Oh, exclusively. Whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah. And so when you're in a relationship together only, and then yeah. you start getting to know each other's bodies and things like that, to me, it's a lot more fun. Oh, it is. And I, right? and I think that most women, now, I've even heard other women say things like, oh my gosh, um, like just get the first time over with. Fair. Because it's like they have these bad experiences with men and men, maybe they're too anxious or whatever. We put a lot of pressure on that. And I think that's the problem. It's like, and it's not about saying just be a secure man and get in there and be the man. It's like, no, that's not what it is. Think of it as a dance. She's probably as nervous as you are. And if you're leading her out on the dance floor, you might have a misstep or two and that's okay. But just show up as if you're there for her. Think outside of yourself. And once you do that, you'll have less anxiety and you'll be able to perform better. And once that happens, guess what? You'll receive more and you'll be like, oh, this yeah. is great. But like I said, just don't go down on a freaking right? bag of chicken that's been left down in the sun for 10 days. I have heard the guys fish, test whatever. that out first though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With different things, fingers or whatever, right? Yeah. To see different things. Mm-hmm. But- so what I would say is from a woman mm-hmm. and you have your perspective Sure. from a woman, I would say the dance I understand mm. and the dance to me, I naturally translate into a game <laughs> and I think everything's a game to you. Right? Everything. And I go scoreboard, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> one zero, right? This is what we're doing. Oh, it's a dance. Oh, okay. So now we're going to compete. And so that works for you, your realm, your situation, probably for a lot of other people. I think it's a cool concept, right? And it actually probably is beautiful. Um, I think what a lot of women want is a dance verbally. Mm-hmm. And I have asked several friends and myself included. We do like getting I know. tangoed. You know? I, I know, and me and you have discussed this. Yes, because sometimes I thought you were like this gentle soul. Me and you have oh. never been sexually anything, uh-huh. right? Yep. And so I thought, like, yeah, Aaron, but chicks like to get like put against the wall and like oh, choked a little bit, right? And you're like, I got this handled. Don't worry about yeah. it, you know. And so it sounds like your dance is just kind of. Yeah, let me clarify if I need to. You can clarify. Go ahead. But I'm saying like, the dance happens. With the sexting, the dance happens on the date or foreplay, the dance. Mm. To me, this has been my mind. Yeah. But when it's actually time, like, I like a dude to take control. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And every other chick does too. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say to the gentleman, don't underestimate a little bit of strength. I agree. In certain areas. Yeah. And just like, holy shit. Because what's going to happen is we're going to walk away and tell all of our friends about you and absolutely kiss and tell at our age, okay? And we're going to be like, holy shit, I don't even want to talk about what happened last night. And that's the kind of night you want. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to say, yeah, no, he was really cool. That was cool. And then we're going to call someone else. Yeah. Maybe not the same night, but you just got demoted in the sex department because you weren't handling it. I also know somebody with a friend of mine that – he wanted to be respectful. Hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Because nowadays women can say certain things that happened, right? That yeah. actually didn't. Right. Or their perspective on what happened. Yep. And dudes have to be extremely careful with that, right? So it doesn't happen a lot. I'm grateful for that. It mm-hmm. doesn't actually happen a lot. But 
he was being super respectful to one of my friends. Mm. And she was like, dude didn't even try to do nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, was he trying to just, you know, fill you out, be nice? Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit. I was horny as fuck. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. They had talked for like weeks and weeks and weeks, right? And she was just in her mind like, just put it down already. Yeah. And he was like, I'm just going to tiptoe and be nice. Mm-hmm. Huh. So mm-hmm. interesting, right? Yeah. I think just always venture on the side that we want 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're never going to walk away and be like, oh my God, he was too good. <laughs> right? So just go. If you're going to go to a, um uh event, overdress. <laughs> right yeah so what you were talking about earlier is like a comparison of uh junior prom slow dance versus the world championship ballroom where they're actually doing aerials and that's the difference and so we're it's to me as i describe it like a dance no it's all the dance it's all the dance but there has to be the variation like you're not going to want a guy to just rip your clothes off and then bang you so hard that you're so sore and that's Fair. it and that's all it is. Fair. There has to be variation and you have to be able to read that person throughout the dance. Fair. But the only way you get to the point where she trusts you to be able to throw her in the air and do whatever move it is is for you to be able to earn that right by listening from the beginning. Your footwork has to be good and I know that we're making analogies here. But you're, but you're spot on. And the, the hard part is, is like, guys, this is making a big assumption here. But like you talk about like choking or hair pulling or something like that, right? Um, there's a big difference between trying to rip a woman's hair out or knocking her out because there's some dudes that think that that's okay. Yeah. Or actually choking her to the point of passing out. That like, to me, that's not healthy behavior, period. Right, right, right. Having a little tug or at the same time, like having a hand there that's firm, but it's not going to actually choke you to the point where you're passing out, that can be exhilarating. Yeah. And it's important to know that, oh, I saw this once or like I was told that that's okay. And it's like, yeah. no, you, you've got to read the woman, right? Right. Even if she says like, like if she's verbally like say, saying to do something, like do it, but be mindful of her response. Right. And so, yeah, I, I agree 100% that it's like vanilla is only the base flavor. Fair. You're going to want so much more in that. And then if you get to that point, you just got to make sure that you're listening because sometimes overeating too much whatever sprinkles and crap load on your ice cream, it's not always good. Right. So anyway. Fair. Right. So it probably um, is cool then that the new guy, Golden, is a champion ballroom dancer. <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I'm just throwing it out there. He might I'm teach you to dance. I'm getting lots of visuals, though. Good. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. For um, hopefully educating some men, not because everyone's terrible, because everyone has their own style, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Right? Cool. So don't change your style. This is what makes it exciting to have different partners. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I really do feel like a lot of people just need to um, hear some certain things, right? And not be blushing about it. No. Right? And just understand, like, the actual anatomy. 
Mm-hmm. I've been a, with a lot of guys that were medical. Mm-hmm. And so they absolutely understand firsthand anatomy. Yeah, exactly. So I appreciate you explaining that in the beginning. Can I share one other thing for dudes? Yeah, please. Just benefit. Don't hold me. your breath. Check your breath. That will give you more ability to stay present with a woman, even if you're nervous or you're super excited. What happens, like, this is just physiologically. If you're holding your breath, you're creating it harder for your brain to think. So the bo- the body's actually going to send more blood towards the brain instead of the other direction where you want the blood to be. Holding so if, their breath where? No, right here in their mouth. Like I'm saying, if you're holding your breath, oh. it's requiring your body to work extra hard to get what it needs done. And, it, and it's most important, like, parts of the body are the brain and the heart. And so what I'm saying is, is if you want more blood down there, oh. you need more balance and that requires oxygen. So you have to breathe to get it to go is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Anyway. And I've heard if you're fatter than your dick's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, true. I've been in too many locker rooms good. to know no, that. If you, my friend literally told me this yesterday about her husband. Okay. Her ex-husband. That he was, you know, decent size and in shape. And she goes, it was a, um, <laughs> it was a good and a bad thing, she says, because he gained like 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I swear to you, his dick got bigger. Yeah. And maybe. I said, maybe he was heavier on top of you pushing it in. Yeah, I don't think that that's. And she goes, no, it was, it was girthier. Well, maybe a little bit girthier, but like they even tell, like, like doctors have said, like, if you want to look bigger, lose weight. Right. So that doesn't make any sense. It was killing me. me. I mean, maybe he got some fat injections somehow. That's really weird, but okay. I've heard a lot of funny things this week about. Yeah, you have tuna can. Oh, oh (laughs) gosh, I was trying to Google a tuna can penis the other day, um, so that my friend could actually see what we were dealing with. Yeah, I know she was just wanting to look at penises. Yeah, (laughs) so funny. Right, and she's like, I can't find any of those, but that's cool. Yeah, and then you asked me because I happened to be in the room. I'm like, I'm not gonna have that on my phone. I'm not gonna look at that. I had one. I had one at like 1918 and it's just straight up, you know, and it was just kind of like we looked at each other and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Right. And yeah. that was the honest truth. Yeah. So good luck out there, listeners. Yeah. Hopefully there was some tidbits that were helpful for you. It was it's been a fun. Be one. safe, though. Safe sex. Yes. Yes. Yeah, safe sex. Safe and sex. make love, please. Please. All right, guys. See ya. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Romy and Aaron show. Make sure and follow us on Spotify or Apple to get the latest episodes. You can also follow me on Facebook at Romy Estes Meston. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Says. So until the next episode, be kind and use your wise mind. And, and save, save a horse, horse ride, ride a unicorn. unicorn.